The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. We're already one-fourth of the way through our Advent journey. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Saturday, December 3rd, 2022, Saturday of the first week of Advent. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Saturday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the rosary. Our saint today, it's the memorial, in fact, of St. Francis Xavier. He was born in 1506. His good friend Ignatius of Loyola won him to Christ. In 1534, Francis joined the Infant Society of Jesus. He was ordained a priest in 1537, went on to Lisbon, and from there sailed to the East Indies, landing at Goa on the west coast of India. For the next 10 years, he labored to bring the faith to the Hindus, the Malayans, and the Japanese. He lived with the poorest people, sharing their food and rough accommodations. He had dreams of going to China, but his plans were never realized. Before reaching the mainland, he died. December 3rd, 1552. St. Francis Xavier, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Dear Lord, I do not know what will happen to me today. I only know that nothing will happen that was not foreseen by you and directed to my greater good from all eternity. I adore your holy and unfathomable plans and submit to them with all my heart. For love of you, the Pope, and the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Amen. We join Pope Francis in praying that volunteer nonprofit organizations committed to human development find people dedicated to the common good and ceaselessly seek out new paths to international cooperation. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. Today, apart from being a day in Advent, we celebrate the feast of the great Spanish saint, Saint Francis Xavier from the 16th century. A Jesuit, he belonged to the Society of Jesus, which Saint Ignatius of Loyola had only recently founded. In fact, he was one of the first seven Jesuits who took vows of poverty and chastity at Montmartre, Paris, in 1534. And he's an extraordinary saint. And I think, for me, he stands out above all for his love, both of his brothers in the Society of Jesus, but also his love and zeal for souls. I once read a biography about him, and that's certainly what stood out for me, his love. He had many, many problems. He was head of the Jesuits at one point in Asia, uh, and he suffered all sorts of difficulties from the Portuguese in the area, and also from another Jesuit who wouldn't accept his authority. He evangelized, especially in India, but also in Borneo, the Maluku Islands, and Japan. And he died looking out over China, where he longed to go. And he's now buried in Goa, in India. He preached to all sorts of people at every level of society. For example, he preached to the destitute poor fishermen on the Pearl Coast of South India. 
he was less successful with the high caste Brahmins. The Brahmin and Muslim authorities in Travancore opposed him violently. His hut was burned down over his head on various occasions, and once he only managed to save his life by hiding among the branches of a large tree. He had a massive heart, and that stood out for me in reading his biography. He once wrote, I take refuge on those who are not my friends by doing them services. He, as it were, he paid them back by love. Those who treated him badly, he did them services. Speaking of love and affection, I also love the affection shown to the early Jesuits by their founder, St. Ignatius. He wrote in a letter to some of his spiritual sons, I want to know if a flea bites you. Well, perhaps with you and me, we might not notice if a lion took a bite out of someone we live with. The opening prayer of the Master's Feast prays that we might burn with the same zeal for the faith that he did. Amen to that, Jesus. May we be on fire with the zeal for souls, the love of St. Francis. I love his account of preaching to the poor Indians on the Pearl Coast, who had been baptised some years earlier, but had received no instruction or catechesis. He writes, No Portuguese lives here. The country is so utterly barren and poor. The native Christians have no priests. They know only that they are Christians. There is nobody to say Mass for them, nobody to teach them the Creed, the Our Father, the Hail Mary, and the commandments of God's law. And so he goes along to take care of them, and he writes, I have not stopped since the day I arrived. I conscientiously made the rounds of the villages. I bathed in the sacred waters all the children who had not yet been baptised. This means that I have purified a very large number of children, so young that, as the saying goes, they could not tell their right hand from their left. The older children would not let me say my office or eat or sleep until I taught them one prayer or another. Then I began to understand the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. And he makes the point. He couldn't, he couldn't turn down the request, so he teaches them all sorts of things, the Apostles' Creed, the Our Father, the Hail Mary. And he says, I notice among them persons of great intelligence. If only someone could educate them in the Christian way of life, I have no doubt they would make excellent Christians. Indeed, he writes, many, many people hereabouts are not becoming Christians for one reason only. There is nobody to make them Christians. Then he sort of thinks of going around the universities of Paris and the top universities of his time, crying out, look, we need, we need people for the, for the apostolate. We need labourers in the harvest. Turn away from your selfishness, your own selfish studies. That's sort of the idea in his mind, the desire in his heart. Well, I think this links nicely with today's Mass readings. We read how Jesus made a tour through all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom, and curing all kinds of diseases and sickness. We see in our Lord the same zeal and concern for souls as St. Francis, or better said, we see in St. Francis the same zeal as Christ's. And when he saw the crowds, he felt sorry for them, because they were harassed and dejected, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is rich, but the labourers are few. So ask the Lord of the harvest to send labourers to his harvest. And Jesus, who are you asking us to pray for? Who are these labourers? Well, Lord, it's obvious. It's you and me, my friend. Jesus, you're telling us, not somebody else. And it's not that we have to go off to foreign mission lands. The mission lands are now our lands. The mission lands today are London or New York or Manila, Lagos, Sydney, Toronto, Dublin, and so on. And every small town or village in our country. 
Jesus, you feel grief for the crowds. And as we've just read, you ask us to pray to the Lord to send laborers to the harvest. Great, we think. So we can pray for others to go. We can pray for more priests, more men and women religious, or more men and women lay celibates people, like the numeries and associates of Opus Dei, or the memories domini of communion at liberation, or other lay forms of celibacy. Should we pray for them? Well, yes, my friend, do pray for them. Pray a lot for vocations of this type, because we need them badly. But first of all, check whether you might not be among these forms of life, whether my, our Lord might not be calling you to be one of them. And we also badly need young men and women still discerning their vocation to be on fire with souls and married men and women who are on fire to bring Christ to those around them. I'm always really impressed. Sometimes I come across people following the near catechumenate way and sometimes whole families, parents with their children, they migrate, they go from their own country to a completely different land to evangelize. Again, that's admirable, wonderful. It's not as if we all have to do that. We can be in our own land evangelizing where we are. I love this quote of St. Josemaria, beginning his book, The Forge. It's the first point. There are many Christians who are persuaded that the redemption will be completed in all environments of the world, and, there, and that there have to be some souls, they don't know which ones, who will contribute to carrying it out with Christ. But they think it will take centuries, many centuries. It would be an eternity if it were to take place at the rate of their self-giving. That was the way you yourself thought until someone came to wake you up. Well, my friend, you need waking up too. Do you think that somebody else will do it? Somebody else will evangelize, will bring Christ to souls? How often we say, what will the government do? What will the church do? Well, in this case, the question is, what will I do? What will you do? The best way for there to be souls on fire with the love of Christ and zeal for souls is for you to be on fire. They'll catch fire from you. Your fire will set them on fire. Again, words of St. Josemaria, this time from the way. Apostolic zeal is a divine craziness I want you to have. Its symptoms are hunger to know the Master, constant concern for souls, perseverance that nothing can shake. To know you, Jesus. And so this needs prayer, because prayer is the furnace where we catch fire. And it needs good formation, knowing our faith well, because the more we know the faith, the more we love it, and the more we want to spread it, and the more appropriately, the more accurately, the more, the more powerfully we spread it. And then don't give up. Start again and again. There's going to be so many failures when you evangelize, so many, but keep, on, keep at it. Don't give up. Jesus sends his disciples out, giving them instructions. Go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And as you go, proclaim that the kingdom of heaven is close at hand. Cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out devils. You receive without charge, give without charge. Well, we could put that in modern language. Our Lord, you're telling us, go first to lapsed Catholics. Bring them back. Get people to confession in Advent. Get them to go to church at Christmas. Try, set targets. Proclaim the kingdom of God. There's a better, lasting kingdom than this poor, changing world. Cure the sick. Certainly that involves bodily works of mercy. But there are many people who are spiritually sick too. Some are spiritually dead or lepers. Again, they need confession so they can rise from their sins or be cured of their spiritual disease. Cast out devils. Many people are trapped by the devils of consumerism. There are certainly many devils on social media or they're trapped by the devils of lust. Our Lady is Queen of Apostles. For example, we think of her appearing to St. James on that pillar in Saragossa to encourage him 
in his work of evangelization in Spain. As we're living the novena to the Immaculate Conception, let's think about how Our Lady encourages us to evangelize. We see her, for example, going to her cousin Elizabeth. That was a great act of evangelization. She went with joy. How much our joyfulness has evangelizing power. It's like a net to catch souls, as is the quality of our work. She proclaimed God with joy. She went to a relative, like a friend. We evangelize first those closest to us, relatives, friends, colleagues, clients. But she also showed exquisite mercy and respect to her elderly cousin. She evangelized an old woman, but also a young person, St. John the Baptist, the baby in her womb who leapt at her presence. So she's a model evangelization. Holy Mother, we seek your intercession, this novena, and then throughout Advent, we ask you to wake us up to the apostolic mission and then set us on fire with love of Christ and souls so we too, in our turn, can set others on fire. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my God and Angel, intercede for me. More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. trend. 
one from Sarah Hart about preparing for Christmas and the coming of the Lord, the season of the sun. It's 18 past the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's the Memorial of St. Francis Xavier. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin this day of prayer with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And my my mouth will will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth, and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hand. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. 
Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! The King of love, my shepherd is, whose goodness fails me ever. I nothing lack if I am his, and he is mine for. Streams of living water flow, my ransomed soul is leading, and where the verdant pastures grow. Joy. 
Praise to the Lord. Remember the wonders He has wrought. Sing, Sing praise to the Lord. Remember the wonders He has wrought. Give thanks to the Lord. Tell His name. Make known His deeds among the peoples. O oh, sing to Him. Sing His praise. Tell all His wonderful works. Be proud of His holy name. Let the hearts that seek the Lord rejoice. Consider the Lord in His strength. Constantly seek His face. Remember the wonders He has done, His miracles, the judgments He spoke. O children of Abraham, His servant, O sons of the Jacob He chose, He, the Lord, is our God. His judgments prevail in all the earth. He remembers His covenant forever his promise for a thousand generations, the covenant he made with Abraham, the oath he swore to Isaac. He confirmed it for Jacob as a law, for Israel as a covenant forever. He said, I am giving you a land, Canaan, your appointed heritage, when they were few in number, a handful of strangers in the land when they wandered from country to country and from one kingdom and nation to another. He allowed no one to oppress them. He admonished kings on their account. Do not touch those I have anointed. Do no harm to any of my prophets. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Sing praise to the Lord. Remember the wonders he has wrought. The Lord did not abandon the good man who was sold into slavery, but freed him from the power of sinners. The Lord did not abandon the good man who was sold into slavery, but freed him from the power of sinners. But he called down a famine on the land. He broke the staff that supported them. He had sent a man before them, Joseph, sold as a slave. His feet were put in chains, his neck was bound with iron, until what he said came to pass, and the word of the Lord proved him true. Then the king sent and released him, the ruler of the peoples set him free, making him master of his house and ruler of all he possessed, to instruct his princes as he pleased, and to teach his elders wisdom. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. The Lord did not abandon the good man who was sold into slavery, but freed him from the power of sinners. The Lord was true to his sacred promise. He led his people to freedom and joy. The Lord Lord was true to his sacred promise. He led his people to freedom and joy. So Israel came into Egypt. Jacob lived in the country of Ham. He gave his people increase. He made them stronger than their foes, whose hearts he turned to hate his people and to deal deceitfully with his servants. Then he sent Moses, his servant, and Aaron, the man he had chosen. Through them he showed his marvels and his wonders in the country of Ham. He sent darkness, and dark was made, but Egypt resisted his words. He turned the waters into blood and caused their fish to die. Their land was alive with frogs, even in the halls of their kings. He spoke, the dogfly came, and gnats covered the land. He sent hailstones in place of the rain, and flashing fire in their land. He struck their vines and fig trees, he shattered the trees through their land. He spoke, the locusts came, young locusts, too many to be counted. They ate up every blade in the land. They ate up all the fruit of their fields. He struck all the firstborn in their land, the finest flower of their sons. He led out Israel with silver and gold. In his tribes were none who fell behind. Egypt rejoiced when they left, for dread had fallen upon them. He spread a cloud as a screen, and fire to give light in the darkness. When they asked for food, he sent quails. He filled them with bread from heaven. 
He pierced the rock to give them water. It gushed forth in the desert like a river, for he remembered his holy word, which he gave to Abraham his servant. So he brought out his people with joy, his chosen ones with shouts of rejoicing, and he gave them the land of the nations. They took the fruit of other men's toil, that thus they might keep his precepts, that thus they might observe his laws. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Abraham, Joseph, and Moses prefigured your plan, Father to redeem mankind from slavery and to lead them into the land of promise. Through the death and resurrection of your Son, your Church fulfills these promises. Grant us living water from the rock and bread from heaven, that we may survive our desert pilgrimage, and thank you eternally for your kindness. The The Lord Lord was true to his sacred promise. He led led his people to freedom and joy. You will hear the word from my mouth. You will tell others what I have said. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says my Lord to me, Go, station a watchman, let him tell what he sees. If he sees a chariot, a pair of horses, someone riding an ass, someone riding a camel, then let him pay heed, very close heed. Then the watchman cried, On the watchtower, O my Lord, I stand constantly by day, and I stay at my post through all the watches of the night. Here he comes now, a single chariot, a pair of horses. He calls out and says, Fallen, fallen is Babylon, and all the images of her gods are smashed to the ground. O my people who have been threshed, beaten on my threshing floor. What I have heard from the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, I have announced to you. Oracle on Edom, they call to me from Seir. Watchman, how much longer the night? Watchman, how much longer the night? The watchman replies, Morning has come, and again night. If you will ask, ask. Come back again. The Word of the Lord An angel cried in a voice like thunder, Babylon, the great, is fallen. Then I heard another voice from heaven. Come Come out, out, my people. Come Come out out from her. You must not take part in her sins. High as heaven, her iniquities pile up. The Lord has the record in hand. Come Come out, my people. Come Come out out from from her. You You must must not take part in her sins. From the Letters to St. Ignatius by St. Francis Xavier, Priest. 
We have visited the villages of the new converts who accepted the Christian religion a few years ago. No Portuguese live here. The country is so utterly barren and poor. The native Christians have no priests. They only know that they are Christians. There is nobody to say Mass for them, nobody to teach them the Creed, the Our Father, the Hail Mary, and the commandments of God's law. I have not stopped since the day I arrived. I conscientiously made the rounds of the villages. I bathed in the sacred waters all the children who had not yet been baptized. This means I have purified a very large number of children so young that, as the saying goes, they could not tell their right hand from their left. The older children would not let me say my office or eat or sleep until I taught them one prayer or another. Then I began to understand. The kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. I could not refuse so devout a request without failing in devotion myself. I taught them, first the confession of faith in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, then the Apostles' Creed, the Our Father, and Hail Mary. I noticed among them persons of great intelligence. If only someone could educate them in the Christian way of life, I have no doubt that they would make excellent Christians. Many, many people hereabouts are not becoming Christians for one reason only. There is nobody to make them Christians. Again and again, I have thought of going round the universities of Europe, especially Paris, and everywhere crying out like a madman, riveting the attention of those with more learning than charity. What a tragedy how many souls are being shut out of heaven and falling into hell thanks to you. I wish they would work as hard at this as they do at their books, so settle their account with God for their learning and the talents entrusted to them. This thought would certainly stir most of them to meditate on spiritual realities, to listen actively to what God is saying to them. They would forget their own desires, their human affairs, and give themselves over entirely to God's will and His choice. They would cry out with all their heart, Lord, I am here. What do you want me to do? Send me anywhere you like, even to India. So great a harvest and so few to gather it in. Pray to, Pray the, to the Lord, Lord of the harvest. Beg, beg him to send out laborers for his harvest. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses to the ends of the earth. Pray, Pray to, to the, the Lord, Lord of the harvest. Beg him to send out laborers for his harvest. Let us pray. O God, who through the preaching of St. Francis Xavier won many peoples to yourself, grant that the hearts of the faithful may burn with the same zeal for the faith, and that Holy Church may everywhere rejoice in an abundance of offspring. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Twenty minutes before the hour on Saturday, December 3rd, 2022, the Memorial of St. Francis Xavier. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. 
In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, Jesus sends the disciples out to preach and to heal. From the ninth and 10th chapters of the Gospel of Matthew. Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the Gospel of the Kingdom and healing every disease and every infirmity. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Pray, therefore, the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. And he called his twelve disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal every disease and every infirmity. These twelve Jesus sent out, charging them, Go nowhere among the Gentiles, and enter no town of the Samaritans, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, and preach as you go, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, cast out demons. You received without paying. Give without pay. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find daily and Sunday Mass readings on the relevant radio app.
for Mary that we normally hear around this time of year. That's Beth Nielsen Chapman, O Sanctissima, on this day of Mary, Saturday. At 14 minutes before the hour on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app, we pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. me ready to welcome you, my God. Dawn Dawn finds me ready to welcome you, my God. I call with all my heart. Lord, hear me. I will keep your commands. I call upon you. Save me, and I will do your will. I rise before dawn and cry for help. I hope in your word. My eyes watch through the night to ponder your promise. In your love, hear my voice, O Lord. Give me life 
by your decrees. Those who harm me unjustly draw near. They are far from your law. But you, O Lord, are close. Your commands are truth. Long have I known that your will is established forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Save us by the power of your hand, Father, for our enemies have ignored your words. May the fire of your word consume our sins and its brightness illumine our hearts. Dawn finds me ready to welcome you, my God. The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing him praise, for he has become my Savior. The The Lord is my strength, and and I I shall sing his praise, for he has become my Savior. I will sing to the Lord, for he is gloriously triumphant. Horse and chariot he has cast into the sea. My strength and my courage is the Lord, and he has been my Savior. He is my God, I praise him, the God of my Father. I extol him. The Lord is a warrior. Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and army he hurled into the sea. At a breath of your anger the waters piled up, the flowing waters stood like a mound, the flood waters congealed in the midst of the sea. The enemy boasted, I will pursue and overtake them. I will divide the spoils and have my fill of them. I will draw my sword. My hand shall despoil them. When your wind blew, the sea covered them. Like lead, they sank in the mighty waters. Who is like to you among the gods, O Lord? Who is like to you, magnificent in holiness? Terrible and renowned worker of wonders, when you stretched out your right hand, the earth swallowed them. In your mercy, you led the people you redeemed. In your strength, you guided them to your holy dwelling. And you brought them in and planted them on the mountain of your inheritance, the place where you made your seat, O Lord, the sanctuary, O Lord, which your hands established. The Lord shall reign forever and ever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing his praise, for he has become my Savior. O praise the Lord, all you nations. O praise the Lord, all you nations. O praise the Lord, all you nations. Acclaim him, all you peoples. Strong is his love for us. He is faithful forever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and will be be forever. forever. Amen. God our Father, may all nations and peoples praise you. May Jesus, who is called faithful and true, and who lives with you eternally, possess our hearts for ever. O praise the Lord, all you nations. 
A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider how their lives ended and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teaching. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. On your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. On your your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. Day or night, they will not cease to proclaim the name of the Lord. I have have set set my watchmen to guard you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. On On your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. What you say of me does not come from yourselves. It is the Spirit of my Father speaking in you. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. What you say of me does not come from yourselves. It is the Spirit of my Father speaking in you. Christ is the Good Shepherd who laid down his life for his sheep. Let us praise and thank him as we pray. Nourish your people, Lord. Christ, you decided to show your merciful love through your holy shepherds. Let your mercy always reach us through them. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your vicars, you continue to perform the ministry of Shepherd of Souls. Direct us always through our leaders. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your holy ones, the leaders of your people, you served as physician of our bodies and our spirits. Continue to fulfill your ministry of life and holiness in us. Nourish your people, Lord. You taught your flock through the prudence and love of your saints. Grant us continual growth in holiness under the direction of our pastors. Nourish your people, Lord. 
And now let us pray as the Lord told us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who through the preaching of St. Francis Xavier won many peoples to yourself, Grant that the hearts of the faithful may burn with the same zeal for the faith, and that Holy Church may everywhere rejoice in an abundance of offspring. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. One leg of the Advent journey is almost done. Tomorrow is the second Sunday of Advent. Hey, don't forget about the Merry Beggars Christmas Live tomorrow night at 6 Central Time on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. The Saturday edition of Morning Air next. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. Make it a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.